Ladies and gentlemen, drivers, gig workers, and everyone in between, welcome to This Week in Rideshare Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Hoffa. It is Friday, June 30th, and this week we discuss how to handle accidents, injuries, and more. Legal Rideshare breaks it down. And from Legal Rideshare, I'm joined by the co-founder and lead attorney, Brian Greening. Brian, happy Friday. Happy Friday, Jared. Good to be back. It is. I, you know, and this is something we we talk about a lot. Obviously, it's our focus is um, accident injuries. But I think it's good timing to really kind of hone in on it, especially since we're approaching uh, Fourth of July next week. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a busy uh, season. There's going to be a lot of movement on the roads, both for drivers and passengers. And, you know, it's we always like to talk about ways that we can protect ourselves and uh, ensure the best outcome should something happen. Yeah, totally. And I, so let's, I think we start off just really with the basics here. Um, first, I, I know we do this at the end of the, the podcast, but I think it's important again to stress what legal rideshare does. So we get a lot of calls from drivers. They ask, hey, we know you're helping drivers and passengers, but what do you guys do? At, at the end of the day, legal rideshare is a personal injury law firm. So if you get injured while using a rideshare app, whether you're a driver or a passenger, um, we are able to assist you in getting your medical bills paid for, uh, recover any lost wages that you have, um, the pain and suffering that you go through. Uh, that's compensable, meaning that's real dollars that can go into your pocket. Um, and then things like temporary disability or what we call in the law is uh, loss in normal life, which basically means there's going to be a period of time after an injury where you can't do the things that you want or need to do, whether it's exercise, hobbies, taking care of your kids, uh, doing housework, uh, that's also a compensable damage. So our attorneys are fighting for injured people to make sure that they're compensated when something like that happens. Right, exactly. Um, and I, and go, going to the really injury part here, especially from accidents, what are typical injuries that drivers or passengers will sustain from car accidents? Well, they really vary wide, widely. Um, we have clients who have sustained injuries from everything to you know a sprained uh, muscle to death um, and everything in between. Um, so it's really important to know, uh, you know what to do to have a, a solid injury claim depending on the type of injury that you sustain. Got it. And I, you know, it's a lot of times, you know, people complain about, uh, you know, obviously it's like things like whiplash and fractures, but like you said, it really, and I've heard you say this to drivers um, and some of our clients before it's that adrenaline hit. So a lot of times during that accident, you don't think it's as bad as it actually is. And then it gets a lot worse once that adrenaline wears off a couple of days later. Um, right. So there's different types of injuries, obviously, like you just alluded to, Obviously, the really, really serious things, the uh, things that are life-threatening or if you've got a broken bone, typically you know that right away. Um, but some of the more common injuries would be like whiplash or uh, muscle sprain strains. Um, when that happens, the accident scene can be so stressful that people don't even realize that they're injured. Adrenaline is high. Stress is high. Um, you've got a million things that you're trying to do. You know, if you're a rideshare driver, you're worried about your passenger. Um, you, there, there's just a lot to think about. Um, and 
many of our cases, people tell the responding police officers, I, I don't feel any pain. I'm fine. I'm a little shaken up. Well, then the next day or a couple days later, uh, when everything calms down, the pains really start. And as soon as you realize that there's symptoms, that you're limited, that you're in pain, that's when you really want to start um, thinking about how you're going to take steps to protect yourself. Right. And, you know, a, a big question here, and I, and I um, drivers have asked this a lot, is just, hey, sh- you know, I don't feel that bad. Should I still go to the doctor even if the pain is manageable? So the, the short answer is yes. Uh, you want to go get a checkup really as soon after an accident as you can. And there's a couple of reasons for that. First of all, your health. Um, like I was just describing, a lot of times people are injured and they don't even know it. Um, it's still a good idea to get a checkup after you've been in some sort of trauma. Um, the second thing is the insurance companies will use gaps in treatment against you. So let's say uh, you have an accident on Friday and you wait until Wednesday of the next week to go see someone uh, for your injury, the insurance company is going to say, well, what was going on in those other days? People who are really hurt go get treatment and he is just now making this up or he's exaggerating his symptoms or he talked to someone and now he knows this could be a payday. If you go to see the physician soon after the accident, you really close that argument for the insurance company. There's evidence there that you were concerned enough to go get that checkup, to go make sure that everything was in order. And then when you go uh, to the doctor the next time, we're talking about your second treatment date rather than your first. Right. And that also benefits us as well, right? That it makes it, an, you know, obviously it's, it's insurance companies will use it against you, but it also helps our case for the drivers, correct? Yeah, this is a team effort here when we're talking about ensuring that you get all the compensation that you're entitled to. I am going to to use the facts that I have available to me to get you the best outcome. But you need to take steps to give me the good facts. You know, it's you can you can hire the best builder in the world, but if you don't give them good tools and good equipment, the the end result isn't necessarily going to be what you want. So I'm telling you now you keep this in, in your head. If you're in an accident, go get treatment sooner than later so that I've got the best information, the best facts, the best evidence uh, that I can get to strengthen your case, strengthen our arguments, and put the most amount of money in your pocket as possible. Now, I know a lot of drivers are concerned about, and this is why drivers, passengers, you know, they're concerned about paying for the medical bills. That's a, lo- a reason why a lot of uh, drivers and passengers I talk to they, they, I'm, you know, I, they say their pain, but I ask them, "Hey, have you gone to the doctor?" Get no, you know, I just, I can't afford it. Um, what is the answer to that, or what is your answer to that? Well, it, it's a really, um, it's unfortunate that people have to think about that. We understand that a lot of people in our community don't have health insurance, and that the costs of medical treatment can absolutely be prohibitive. But the personal injury structure, the setup, is that you get your medical bills paid for. You, we are fighting to get those bills taken care of for you so that you can get the treatment that you need. Um, and the doctors will get paid from the personal injury settlement. So for that reason, you don't really have anything to worry about in terms of uh, the cost of the treatment. But there's another perspective of this as well. There's a lot of doctors um, in really communities across the country 
who work specifically in the accident, injury, personal injury, workers' compensation world. Um, and they understand that their bills are not going to get paid right away. Um, if you go to a doctor who, who understands this process, they will wait to get paid from the personal injury settlement, um, knowing that or you know, assuming that you work with a lawyer that, that they trust, um, they're willing to wait for that payment to come in and, and not put pressure on you to foot the bill um, at the time of the visit or, or shortly thereafter. Right. And I think it's important to note, too, um, even if, you, if you're calling us you know, and ask, well, what's it going to cost me? It's, it's nothing up front, correct? Uh, for, the, for, for the lawyer and the doctor. Right. Um, you know, so th- when you're working um, with people who understand this space, like I, I was saying before about the doctor, the doctor will wait to get paid from the settlement proceeds. The lawyer works on a contingency basis. So our fee is no, nothing out of pocket. Um, we are so confident in our ability to recover for you and to, you know, to get the, the best outcome for you that we'll take our money at the end from the settlement proceeds. And, you know, God forbid you don't have, have a good result. You know, say you find out there's no insurance available um, in, in the event. Well, then we don't get paid either because, you know, we're, we're not working um, on a, on a retainer basis. We're not asking you for money out of your pocketbook. We are confident that we're going to recover in the settlement. Right, which is great. I think drivers and passengers need to know that when they call us. Look, you're not, we're not taking your money. It's, we, you know, we only, if we win, I always stress that, you know, we don't get paid until you get paid. Um, okay, I, I think really kind of to wrap up here, what is just a, a start to finish scenario of someone who gets to an accident to the end of, you know, getting paid? What does that look like? And what does the time period typically look like? Yeah, we get asked this question all the time, and, and it's something that most people don't know unless they go through the process. Um, so, so that's a really good question that you asked. Um, let's just come up with, you know, we'll start at the accident scene. You're sitting at a red light. Somebody rear ends you. Uh, you feel pain in your neck and your back. Uh, you go to the hospital, and then you start a physical therapy uh, program shortly thereafter, and you treat for three months and then you're all better, you know, so, so that's the scenario that we're laying out there, you know, kind of a soft tissue injury that resolves after a few months of treatment. Um, our job is to help guide you through the process. We open up the insurance claims. We talk with the insurance adjuster so that, you know, you're not giving statements um, that could end up hurting you later. We're handling all that. You are concentrating on getting your medical treatment, getting better, um, once you are discharged from treatment, then we work to gather all the records and bills so that we've got a complete set of everything uh, showing what your injuries were, what the diagnoses uh, were, what the doctors say your prognosis is. So, you know, what's the future look like for you? Um, we gather the bills to show the cost of all the treatment. We'll uh, ask you about your wage loss. So say during this period of time for the first three weeks, you just weren't able to work. Well, we'll be able to claim that. Um, I'll get your, your wage statements and we'll put together a settlement demand package with all that information. And we will submit that to the insurance company. We usually give them about 30 days to review it. Um, and then within that period of time, we're typically talking settlement. So they're coming back with a response to our demand package. 
They're putting an initial offer, which frankly, a lot of times most people aren't happy with that. And then we fight to get that offer up as high as we can. Um, and then you make a decision. Am I, am I happy with the result? Or am, I, am I ready to settle the case and be done with it? If so, great. Um, we're, we're distributing money shortly thereafter. If not, if you want more, if you don't think you're being fully compensated, then we'll file a lawsuit against the at-fault driver and we'll fight him in court. So um, that's kind of the beginning to end um, of a typical claim. Um, and it, you know, it, it can take a, it's usually a couple months after you're done treatment that you've got money in hand. Got it. Yeah, I think that's important. I don't think a lot of people, just like you said, understand this process unless they're in it. Um, so I think, I think you've really explained, look, this is how it works. This is the time frame. I think that's just really important to know. Um, okay, yeah. And to wrap up here, I know you said at the beginning, but you know, what is the easiest way to get a hold of us? You know, how, does this, how does that work? Yeah, uh, the website is the best way to find our contact information. So LegalRideShare.com. Um, we are on social media, so you can find us uh, really on any social media app that you're on. Um, we are available for consultations. So if you're unsure of whether you need a lawyer, if you're not sure of how to handle a particular situation, reach out to us. Consultations are always free. Um, we're happy to talk you through the process. If it's something that, that we feel like we can add value uh, to you on, then, then let's go. We'll take the case. If it's something that we feel like we'd be better off or you'd be better off um, with us telling you how to, to handle a, a situation or how to complete a task, we'll give that information to you um, at no cost. You know, we, our goal is to make sure that you have what you need to get the best result for you. Got it. No, I, I really appreciate uh, you taking the time to talk about this. We usually do topical situations, but I think, again, this is just really important to nail down how this works, you know, how you get help after accidents and injuries. Um, so no, I appreciate you doing this. Yeah, it was great. I, I uh, really appreciate the opportunity to talk to the audience and I hope everybody has a really safe 4th of July weekend. Yes, likewise. And, and just like you said, you can reach out on our website. If you have any questions for me or want to tell us anything, uh, hit me up, jared at legalrideshare.com or just go to legalrideshare.com and contact us. Uh, I also got that info there. So as I like to say, that is the end of this week in Rideshare. See you next week.